Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back, y'all. It's me, your girl Shanice. And Destiny. And you're listening to Two Gens, One Pod. So, what's up, Des? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, hey. <laughs> Why are you being so weird? Anyways, I just guys. I wasn't ready, like, <laughs> for you to ask me that. Okay, guys, we're back. <laughs> um, and we have a few things that we wanted to talk about this episode. We're kind of changing up the format a little bit. Got a little uh, extra... I don't know, segment for you guys this week because we got some feedback that people really like it when we play games. So we're going to bring that back like permanently, mm-hmm. hopefully for every episode. We'll bring back not that particular game, but something. Yeah, we'll switch it up Yeah, to relate to the um, episode. We're doing. Yeah. And we also were told that uh, in Hot Topics, uh, some people like the more juicier, drama-filled yeah. <laughs> entertainment news. So uh, we got a few of those lined up for you as well. Um, so we're super excited. Episode three, let's do it. Destiny, pay attention. We're recording the podcast. Oh my gosh, I am. This episode, we are going to be talking about the differences between being the oldest, because Shanice is the oldest out of all three of us, and then me being the youngest. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily generational. I mean, obviously, there's older siblings and there's baby siblings, but um, Mm -hmm. we just thought it'd be fun because, I mean, we have that element that I am her older sister, but then also the fact that I'm her older sister by like 10 years, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a little bit of a different like responsibilities as being an older sister um you know i was 
not necessarily forced. I mean, I actually really wanted to because I really wanted a little sister. And so um, when she, when our mom told us that she was having another baby, I was super excited. But I definitely feel like I did a lot more uh, growing up when you were born because I had to kind of step up and take care of you and help mom out and stuff more than I had to do with my little brother. Yeah, I think because you were so much older than me, it was kind of like, more expected like that you would help more because with Isaiah which we mentioned before is the middle child between us you guys were only three years apart mm-hmm. so there wasn't you know you were only three when he was born right so <laughs> there wasn't much of a responsibility for you <laughs> even though mom likes to tell stories that I did try to like be Isaiah's mom even at three years old <laughs> to, to a, probably a fault because there is a story where I accidentally dropped him and he broke his collarbone as a baby <laughs> Cause I was trying to be too helpful, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but he alright now. <laughs> it yeah. didn't affect him long term. <laughs> he doesn't even probably remember that time in his life. <laughs> probably not. Yeah. But so I guess I'll start with like for me. So I remember when Destiny was born, like it was yesterday because it was, I had a lot going on for me that day. And on top of that, mom comes in and steals my shine and says she's in labor. So just bump Shanice. <laughs> what did you <laughs> that have going should have known day? right there that Destiny was going to be a handful or that I was my, my sh- light was going to be diminished in this family. <laughs> Cause I, so that day, I think it was maybe earlier in the week or something. I had sprained my ankle. And if anybody knows me, this isn't new. I've been doing this for as long as spraining my ankles for forever. I'm just, I've always been clumsy and I have sprained my ankle many times. And so my ankle was better about that time, but I don't know, like the arch in my foot was still hurting really bad. Like I couldn't walk on it. And then when you're 10, everything just hurts way more than it did does you when you're older get all up yeah. <laughs> so my foot was killing me and i remember that day i think it was on a was it a friday were you born on a friday i was born on a friday yeah, yeah. so we were home and um i remember for some reason your like crib mattress hadn't made it upstairs to our room yet and it was like in the hallway and i just decided to like I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I just need to lay down. So I pulled your crib mattress and just laid on the floor, just in agony of pain. And then next thing I know, uh, my mom comes bursting into the house saying, Hey, we got to go. I'm going into labor. And mind you, so the mom was trying to induce labor because she was tired of being pregnant. Destiny wasn't supposed to be born for like maybe another week or so. Yeah, I was supposed to be born on the 18th was Mm -hmm. my uh, due date. Yeah, so she was born on the 14th. And I remember her and my dad, they like walked around the neighborhood one good time, I think. She came back and she was ready. (laughs) Yeah, so technically... I wasn't purposely trying to steal your shine. Mom was just ready for me to come. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so my whole foot thing was no longer in anybody's like head anymore. At that point, it was like, we have to drop the kids off at our, at the grandparents' house and we need to get to the hospital. And, um, on the drive to the hospital, I remember my dad, my dad is always kind of a fast, kind of crazy driver, but I would feel like that night it was like, even faster because we don't really have to get on highways to get to grandma's house. You just take like, you know, regular roads. And I felt like he was speeding down these like one lane <laughs> roads to get to my grandma's house to drop us off. Um, and so, yeah, after that, um, my grandmother, she took care of me. She ended up wrapping my foot up and then I felt better all of a sudden. 
Your foot uh, probably wasn't even hurting. No, no more. it was because I think I ended up getting crutches later. And so. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, yeah, I don't remember what we did when we got there, though. After that, I'm, I'm assuming we probably just watched TV until we went to bed. But I remember being super excited the next morning and couldn't rush out the house fast enough to get there because Destiny was literally born at like 11. 8, yeah, yeah, like she was. Only Almost a couple of minutes, yeah, away from being born on the 15th. So she was born that night. Mom pushed her out in six hours, I think, something like that. No yeah, epidural. I, I remember. <laughs> you do yeah, not remember. remember. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the next day we got to go to the hospital and see you and hold you and be like, oh, look at my little practice, baby. Oh, <laughs> and uh, we should have known then that Destiny was going to be like the more hard-headed, difficult one out of all three of us because we couldn't leave the hospital. Mom couldn't leave the hospital with you until Destiny took a number two. Yeah. And, I was in the hospital for a couple of days. Yeah. Of and she would have been out like a day early, earlier. <laughs> she had just gone... <laughs> Number two, and she didn't. And when she finally did, it was like, oh, okay, great, yeah. And so we were getting her dress ready to go. Like, mom let me get her dress. I remember, and we got her in her clothes. And next thing we know, she had explosive. <laughs> <laughs> she was holding that poop in for the right moment. <laughs> Because it was the kind that went up the back. Luckily, you know, we did have an extra pair, an extra outfit. But it was <laughs> like, oh, this child is going to be something else. I, can tell you now. I said, hey, y'all want me to poop? I'll show you some poop. <laughs> um, but yeah, then brought her home after that. But yeah, now she's here, still in my life. 18, 19, 19 years, years later. later. Of course, but... And it is, so that, yeah, that was like our, our, my like first couple moments with Destiny. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like this is kind of like a same story with, like, I have a few friends who, um, are, are like in the same situation where their parents have like a sibling way later after they're, um, born and how they feel like they kind of took over like that maternal slash paternal, like, yeah, role. Yeah. I say that all the time to my friends. I'm like, yeah, my sister's more of like a second mom to me than she is my older sister just because I always feel like I feel like well one um cuz mom did work and stuff. Mm. So like after school you were the one watching me. Mm-hmm. So I felt like a lot of times like it just felt like you were my mom mm-hmm. like telling me what to do and stuff like this. <laughs> so I always just felt like you were like a second mom and then like if something happened and I got in trouble, I just remember you always come to talk. Like mom would yell at me, spank me, and then you would come and be like, "Well, Destiny, maybe we should talk about why you do these things and stuff like that." So it was like kind of like mom being the mom and okay. You come in like being dad. dad. <laughs> That's like, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I will say though, Destiny. I mean, even though I took, I don't for some reason remember you being that like. You don't didn't really listen to me like that because I remember when Josh was born, <laughs> and like he would listen to everything I would say. Yeah, Josh is our uh, god brother. He's our younger. <laughs> yeah, <God brother. laughs> I. It was like a breath of fresh air because I could not get you to do the things that he would do. <laughs> Yeah, I could probably see myself not listening. Yeah. 
I'd be like, Josh, go get me a cheese stick at the refrigerator. And her little, little fat legs just go to the refrigerator and get it for me. And I was like, I love this. See, no, but what you wanted was someone to <laughs> run around for you. And I'm not doing that. Yeah. I probably listened when he was like, Destiny, stop doing something bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go get you a cheese stick out the refrigerator. You're going to have to get up and do that yourself. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, Destiny. I mean, like I said she. I I just remember Destiny being like super easy baby up until she turned two, and like I remember that was like the first time I heard the term terrible twos. And when they say terrible twos, they do not tell you that terrible twos turn into uh terrible three year olds, terrible four year olds, <laughs> terrible five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> Because I swear, that was the moment where Destiny was just like, I don't care what y'all people got to say. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to cry until you tell, until I get what I want. Because, yeah, I swear, when you turned it to, it was... But I think part of it was, like, even though Destiny says, like, I was like a second mom to her, she was very, very much attached to our mom. Like, oh, yeah. I remember, like... Mom, my mom, she um goes out of town sometimes for like work, and I remember I used to have to go to my dad's house because they later got uh like divorced, mm. and we're going to dad's house. I remember just like going in my room and crying, <laughs> just <laughs> crying, crying, crying. I remember dad just coming in and being like, "Hey, you okay?" And I would just be crying. And I do like now that I look back, I feel so bad for them because they really did like my dad and my stepmom really did try so hard <laughs> to make me feel like okay. Like Nikki, um, that's our stepmom, and she would go to the grocery store and buy me all the food I wanted all the food I liked like they really did try Mm -hmm. and I would just cry for my mom the whole time and I would have to talk to her on the phone every day and it was awful like I was so I'm so attached yeah and I think it I just feel like it got worse or something like you got really really you just fell into your spoiledness (laughs) (laughs) because yeah she was that was like the big thing was that she just was really attached to my mom so my mom could not go anywhere without destiny having to fit like and i used to share a bedroom with destiny you know for a while actually i it probably wasn't until middle school when i finally got my own room which i mean i guess wasn't really that far apart because you were born when I was in fourth grade, but it was like seventh or eighth grade when I got mm-hmm. my uh, my own bedroom. And the thing about sharing a bedroom with Destiny was that she refused to sleep in the bedroom, but my mom was determined to make her sleep in the bedroom. <laughs> so she would cry and cry and cry and and not give up all night long while I'm in the bed right next, just trying like pillow over my head, like mom, please just come get her, like. It was so bad. Like, Destiny did not sleep in the crib. When she figured out how to get out of that crib, even before you figured out how to get out of that crib, you did not sleep in your crib. She got, <laughs> once she figured out how to get out the crib, she would climb in out and go to my mom's room. And she basically slept with my mom. And yeah, so. I slept with um, my mom, too. <laughs> I was too old. <laughs> Yeah, it, at the, at that point we just gave up because I needed to sleep and I just couldn't. Tell, yeah, so she just yeah. Slept with her and mom. I remember, um, well, I don't remember. I just remember pictures of a bed I had and had like a house or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing like mom tried to get like a cool bed, so it'd be like, oh, look at your yeah. bed. Don't you want to sleep in it? Yeah, yeah, no. I remember that because we got you a taller bed that was sh- that the head the headboard of it was shaped like a dollhouse and it was pink. It was super cute, and we were like trying to hype you up. I remember the day before. Look, Destiny, you got your own big girl bed. Isn't this exciting? And you were just like smiling. She's in like so happy you had this big girl bed. 
Nighttime came around. <laughs> back at mama's door, screaming, yeah. hollering. That didn't mean nothing to I you. I probably slept with my mom till I was about 10 or 11. <laughs> and I remember the night where she was like, yeah, no, like, you're not sleeping with me anymore was when... I had to, I was trying to sleep with her and she told me no. So I grabbed my pillows and my blanket and I slept outside her door. Yes. <laughs> and thinking, in my head, I remember thinking, oh, she's going to come outside and feel bad for me. And she's going to like, just come on. Yeah. No, she, she didn't come no, outside. And yeah, I slept have, out there until the morning. We have pictures of that night too. Cause Destiny legit slept on the floor with the pillow and blanket outside my mom's door because. <laughs> And so I just think her attachment issues when it came to mom, it just was like, it, it, it was just a lot. It was a lot. Destiny could not, we could not take Destiny, could not leave Destiny nowhere. And so if mom was gone, it was just like having to deal with this big old cry baby waiting for <laughs> mom to come home. And oh my God, just driving me nuts. I'll never forget the one time though, mom decided to leave me alone to babysit you, Isaiah, Josh, Jeremiah, who's Josh's older brother slash also our godbrother. Yeah. Josh and Jeremiah's cousin, Gia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so five children. And at that time, I might have been, I felt like I was in middle school still. Yeah, I was to say, you couldn't have been. I wasn't that, because I think Josh was still a little baby. Yeah. And... I remember she left me with all of y'all, and y'all just was just running around the house, making so much noise. Um, Gia, at the time, she used to be sneaky, and so, like, she used to get into stuff. And I remember I called my mom crying. I was like, you need to come home right now. I cannot do this no more. And I'm like, thinking about, why would you do that to an 11-year-old? Leave all these kids with her. And That's I could- what I'm saying. Like, Shanice was like, a mom, like... She really took care of me. I was like, I cannot do this no more. Mom, and she's like, what's wrong? I was like, you need to come home. It's too many kids. Yeah, and so I feel stuff. for those families that have really large families and you're the oldest. Because like, I'm sure you're them, like all the time. Yeah, like I'm sure you get dropped with that responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that was a bad decision on yeah. mom's part. <laughs> It was. And they never did it again, though. After that, if there was more than two or three kids with me, I would, she would not leave me alone with all of them. But yeah, <laughs> she learned her lesson that day. That's for sure. I guess the difference also, like, with being the oldest is like, yeah, you get that responsibility. But then, like, you're also the oldest. And so your parents are trying to learn how to parent with you. So, like, everyone knows that the oldest is the guinea pig. So anytime you get in trouble, it usually was like, you know pretty bad you know grounded for whatever time you know Mm -hmm. your discipline was a lot more um frequent if you were a trouble kid or whatever your parents just had a lot more attention on you especially when it's just if you have like one sibling then it's like yeah their attention spread a little bit more but it's still pretty like concentrated on you Mm -hmm. but once you have that third child or the fourth one fifth whatever it's like a wrap and then especially if you have kids way later yeah, later say. i think also <laughs> because i'm 10 years older than shanice and then my younger. brother i'm seven years younger i said younger, <laughs> my bad. seven years younger than my brother mm-hmm. so i came pretty late like mm-hmm. compared to both of you so i feel like at that point they were just kind of like over it 
They were like, well, (laughs) and my brother was a handful too. He was like the silent but deadly type. Like he would (laughs) get into so much stuff, and like my mom had to struggle a lot with him when come to when it came to school. Oh yeah, and so (laughs) he took a lot of energy out of my mom. I think (laughs) growing up, and so I mean, I had my attitudes. My mom will tell you, yeah, we all had our phase. Yeah, I mean, I think I had like my teenage rebellious phase, obviously. But I'm saying, like, as a kid, I like. I definitely had like attitudes and I was pretty stubborn too. Like that was one of the things I remember one of my aunts saying, I knew you were always going to do what you were supposed to do. Cause you were stubborn little girl and you were <laughs> never going to give up. And I was like, I feel like that's a compliment, but also <laughs> why are you coming for me? <laughs> yeah. Why are you coming for me? Why are you trying to check me if I didn't come for you, honey? But okay. <laughs> thank you. Um, but yeah, I used to have really bad attitudes too, but Every time you got in trouble, you were going to get in trouble. But when you came around, mom was like... I barely remember getting in trouble. <laughs> like, the other day we were talking, like, with my mom, I do remember, like, times getting whoopings, times getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. But, like, with my dad, like, I never got in trouble with my dad. Like, <laughs> never got into serious trouble. Like, my dad, he's, um, I like to say he's a fusser. He fusses at me a lot <laughs> for everything. But, like, serious, like, you are in trouble right now. Never. The only time... I was kind of in trouble was when I was younger and I opened my Christmas gifts before Christmas. <laughs> and even then, like, I think they just rewrapped them and just gave me the gifts anyways. But um, with mom, I do remember, like, sometimes getting in trouble. But definitely as I got, in, like, older, mm-hmm. like, of course, there's a point where you stop whooping your children. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, when I've gotten older, like, I barely got in trouble for stuff. Like, I definitely probably should have gotten in trouble yeah. for that. I think it really like had to be built up to it, like to the point where she's like, I'm sick and tired of this. You're getting a whooping. Yeah. I mean, I know I can't, I, I wish I could think of an example right now, but I know there were times where like you did not, you did something and you did not get in trouble for it. And I remember, t- and I would turn to mama, I'd be like, now mama, you know, if I would have done that, yeah, or it would be, yeah, I can, yeah, I can't think of specific times, but I do know like, it would be stuff where it's like, oh, but when I did that. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, why is she saying this? Like, why is she trying to give me a trouble right now? Let it go. Mom's letting it go. Everyone should just let it go. Everyone should just let it go. Because <laughs> it's not fair. Everyone should pay their own dues in life. <laughs> and I used to get in trouble. So also being the oldest, you get in trouble for your siblings getting in trouble too. Because mm-hmm. most of the time you were probably left in charge. <laughs> exactly. And that I feel like is not fair. You cannot put that, you put that much responsibility on me to make sure that everyone in the house is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because there was a time, the, the most blatant one I remember was obviously when we lost Destiny in the neighborhood. <laughs> and so what happened was, uh, Destiny was in the house with me and we lived in a townhouse community. So like we were in the house together and she was like, I want to go outside. And, I'm, and at that time, I'm like a little preteen. Like, I don't want to go outside. I'm watching TV. Go play outside with Isaiah because my brother was already outside with his friends. And so she goes outside, finds him. They're together. But I guess my brother forgets that she's with him. So she, he just runs off with his little friends to who knows where. <laughs> and. <laughs> He comes back into the house and he's, and I'm like, where's Destiny? He's like, what do you mean? Where's Destiny? I was like, what do you mean? Where's Destiny? Where she's, she's with you. He's like, no, she's not. I said, yes, she is. <laughs> Stop playing with me, boy. Where's Destiny? <laughs> and at this time, I want to say Destiny was like three or four years old. And I was like, 
are you serious? And so, of course, the first thing I do, I run outside. I'm in my pajamas running outside like, Destiny, Destiny, where's Destiny? And then um, our parents pull up and they're like, where's Destiny? I was like, I don't know. She was with Isaiah. And they say, we, we go up to the leasing office and, uh, and there she is, this nice lady that I guess I was walking around the neighborhood, found her and took her up to the leasing office. <laughs> and <laughs> my parents went and got her and came home. And let me tell you. Even though Isaiah lost her, both of us. And I think that's fairly given because <laughs> that could have been very badly if the wrong person would have found That me. is not my fault though, that Isaiah <laughs> lost you. Mm, I, I, was not, I gave that responsibility over to Isaiah and he lost her and I still got a whooping. Yeah. yeah, I said all the time, I said, um, I'm very surprised that I have lived this far because <laughs> there's another story of a time that she, uh, Shanice and Isaiah could have possibly killed all of us <laughs> if it went wrong. When we walked, uh, oh, decided yeah. we were going to walk on ice, that it was like a lake that was like frozen over. And we're from Georgia, but at one point in time, we lived up uh, north, what, Minnesota? Mm-hmm. And there was a lake that was, like, frozen over, you know, never seen a lake. So they said, oh, we're going to walk down the lake. <laughs> After our grandfather specifically said, do not go out there on that lake. <laughs> and, yeah, so if that lake was not frozen all the way through, we could have fell. Yeah. And we could have died. And I always remember that moment because I truly believe that God was speaking to me <laughs> that day. That Like, I'm not the most religious, spiritual person, but that day... I know God was talking because, like, it was not windy out. And I don't know. Maybe it could be coincidence. But it was not really windy out that day. Mm -hmm. But the further and further we walked out onto that frozen (laughs) lake, the windier it got. Like, to the point where I, had to, I like, finally was, like, oh, like, turned around to look back because I was, like, it's so windy. And I see my grandpa, like, waving both arms in the air, like, telling us to come back. And I'm, like, and I look over at my brother and sister. We're all holding hands. like, (laughs) And I look at them. I said, look. There's grandpa. We should go back. Like, <laughs> like just not thinking anything of it. And we like scoodle our way back over there. And we're just like, where did I tell you about getting on that lake? And I was like, Ooh. I was like, it was frozen. He's like, you don't know if it was completely frozen. And so yeah, it was, that was stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, God, the, I made it. The joys of being the baby. You get. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a joy, but yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I just feel like our family just like a little sitcom. Like every time I think it looks like a sitcom TV show, like <laughs> the stuff that happens is like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe stuff like that happens, but it happened to us. Yeah. Also, I guess with Destiny, I feel like, and, it, and that also just might have been the like circumstances of like how we, you know, the timing of everything. Um, when me and Isaiah were growing up, uh, our parents uh, got divorced uh, pretty young, when I was pretty young, actually the first time. And, you know, living with a single mom, you don't always get the nicest things. In my eyes, we weren't struggling. You know, we had what we needed, you know, clothes. We got school clothes every year, school supplies. It was fine. Um, and it also might just be this the style difference between us. Like, I never was into, like, sneakers or, like, super expensive brands. Like, I think I used to be um, really into, what was the name of that store? Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, that was a store that I really liked or whatever. And, and so, yeah, growing up, I feel like I did have, like, a lot of expensive clothes. Like, I never really asked for name brand clothes. Like, I used to have to beg my mom and dad to get me Skechers for, 
for New Year for school shoes or whatever. Like I used to really be into Skechers and I really, really wanted them bad. And like even that was a struggle to get them to get that because I guess apparently Skechers were a little pricey back then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but with Destiny... You know, my mom obviously started making a little bit more money, you know, because she got promotions, new jobs, whatever. And so she had a little bit more money when Destiny was growing up. And so Destiny had a lot more, lot nicer clothes than me and Isaiah did. Like, um, I mean, I guess I feel like compared to other people I know, I wasn't as bad mm-hmm. when it came to um, like clothes. I want to say I really... I really wasn't into like clothes and stuff. I think I'm much more into clothes now mm. than I was back then. But like, and then when it came to like shoes and stuff, um, our dad was uh, responsible for buying us like back to school shoes. And I remember the first pair of really expensive shoes I wanted were uh, like $150 and they were uh, KDs. <laughs> and I remember I was, I wanted like, I knew like, I'm only going to ask for one pair of shoes and <laughs> these are the shoes I wanted. Me and my dad walked into Foot Locker. He saw how much they were. He had to walk out the store and sit down because he was like, I just, I can't. But eventually he did. He did end up buying them for me. But I remember being like, those were like, and they were so ugly. Like they were orange, bright orange. So I could barely wear them with anything. But I remember being so excited. Like, oh my gosh, my first pair of expensive shoes. Yeah. Meanwhile, dad took me to Shoe Land. <laughs> But at that buy off brand flats. At that and point, sandals. I think I was the only child that was still in school mm-hmm. because probably I think by then, yeah, you definitely had graduated. Mm-hmm. I think by then Isaiah was had graduated too. Yeah, but Isaiah started getting into like, I mean, I guess it's different for boys, anyways, because like, what else are boys gonna wear? Like, they're gonna wear sneakers. So, yeah. but he started. I feel like getting more into like sneakers and stuff. sneakers and stuff too. After I left, now I just yeah, been thinking I, think I was when like, you left, we just figured, oh, there's more money. <laughs> clearly, we don't have to worry about clearly. shoes now. I feel like the most expensive pair of tennis shoes that I got were G units. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> they were the brand that Fifty Cent made up. <laughs> oh god, and so I had some G units. They were pink. They had some like suede on the side. They kind of look like Air Force Ones, but not really. Let me mm-hmm. see if I can pull up a picture. You oh, yeah, had. I think these are it right here. These are the ones I had. Oh, those are ugly. <laughs> That's so these are like ugly. the exact ones I had. They had the little gray suede at the top. <laughs> That's so ugly. <laughs> Whatever, man. I was super excited about getting um, some apple bottom jeans, too, because mom didn't let me get apple bottom jeans because she felt they were overly sexualized, like jeans or something like I that. I had some apple bottom jeans. And so I didn't get the ones that had the apples on them. I think I just had, like, regular ones, but they had, like, apple bottom, like, written in on the, <laughs> down the side but, and, like, purple, like, lettering. Yeah. But I do remember in, like, elementary school, I remember a lot of my clothes were hand-me-downs actually because i remember gia um but gia dressed really cute though so. yeah so i mean i i got yeah. pretty good stuff out of it but yeah i remember a lot of my clothes were actually gia's old clothes <laughs> and i remember i did have some i'm not sure if mom bought them or if they just came mm. from gia or whatever but i do remember <laughs> i was in elementary school and i was singing that song to my friends because i was like and i remember i had boots with fur but they weren't like <laughs> I had some and I would sing them to my friends. Like, look what oh I got my on. God. Oh my God. Like, my fashion back in high school was so bad. I can't <laughs> believe anybody liked me. Um, <laughs> I had some uh, white 
uh, fur boots too. They were white and they had fur just at the top, but they were wedge boots though. <laughs> so they weren't even flat. <laughs> they were these white wedge fur boots. And at the time also like skinny jeans weren't like a big thing yet, or they kind of were. I just didn't have any skinny jeans. I mostly wore bootcut jeans. So mm-hmm. I used to try to stuff Something my <laughs> jeans into these white snow uh, fur with uh, whatever. And so they just be bunching up. And I just be looking so crazy. I'd be like, what? Oh, actually, and I had a pair of brown ones too. And I used to stuff my bootcut jeans into those freaking. Yeah, I had boots. a pair of brown ones. They were brown. They had the fur. At the, they were flat bottoms. But they had the fur <laughs> at the top. And yeah, I specifically remember going to the playground and be like, "Look, guys!" And I was saying, "I got the apple bottom jeans." <laughs> yeah, I, I just uh, and I tried to make those boots, and I knew they looked stupid too at the time, and I knew I needed different jeans, but I tried to make them boots work so hard like i was like these are some nice boots i'm gonna wear these boots i think everybody goes through an ugly dressing phase because i know i definitely went through an ugly dressing phase yeah i tried to be more fashionable quote unquote i think like the older i got in high school Mm -hmm. but my main wardrobe was bootcut jeans potato shoes and some type of graphic t-shirt yeah well that is the thing i guess about being the baby you do get the handy downs yeah, but I didn't get your hand me downs. Yeah, because Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. We're so far apart. Yeah, I got you'll get you. somebody's handy downs though. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. I remember, and I remember I used to be excited because mom will come in with like two big black bags <laughs> and be like, "These came from Gia. You want to go through them, see what fits you?" <laughs> and I used to be so excited, like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Being the oldest is such a it's such a weird thing. Like I, I'm also proud to be the oldest, like because it's like not only am I the oldest of us i am on my mom's side i'm the oldest grandchild Mm -hmm. and seeing that seeing that tiktok where she was like (laughs) oh yeah she was like i started this This family you guys would be nowhere without (laughs) me and it was like when you're the oldest grandchild (laughs) and so i take great pride in the fact that i am the oldest and like i'm the oldest besides isaiah to all my cousins significantly like Oh, yeah, yeah, because what we were talking the other day, the ones, so under me, we have twin cousins. They're 11, so you're, like, what, 17 mm-hmm. years older than them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then under them, Layla, I don't even know how old Layla is. Layla's, she's, like, seven. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then Madison's, like, four or three. She's three, I think she's turning four, yeah. So, like, so older, older. Oh, yeah, I'm, like, significantly older than all of them. So, like, I take pride in that. But then at the same time, I just be looking like, bro, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get older, too, like, I don't know what it is about parents, but they, like, I guess they, like, realize now that you're older, they don't have to hide their problems anymore. And so, like, you learn so much about your parents when you be when you get older, and especially if you're the oldest, because a lot of the burdens, they feel like they just want to <laughs> drop it on you. And you're like, what is happening? The, the roles start to turn, and you, like, start raising your parents for some reason. Like, it's, like, and I'm not the only one. I have to have talked to friends where they're like, girl, I don't know what is going on with these parents. And I'm like, girl, I don't know. What was it? I forgot what I was watching. There was like, y'all want to know why your mom's crazy. She's crazy because of y'all, like of of her children. You guys made her that way. You had to raise you and take care of you and make sure she didn't kill you. That made her crazy. And I'm like, 
you know. Yeah, that's um from that movie, uh, Bad Moms. And they were in therapy, and she's like, you want to know why you're Oh, that's where it came she from. she had you. Yes. And she had to stay up at 3 o'clock in the yep. morning because you wouldn't go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. she was talking true. about how her mom was so attached to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe it happens to the other siblings, too, eventually. But I feel like, for me, at least in our instance, it, you know, I'm the oldest, but I'm also here. My brother's, you know, three years older, but he's... Three years younger. Three years younger younger he's um in in north korea no south korea no north korea Korea. whatever the good korea is (laughs) he's he's not here yeah (laughs) and he yeah because he's in the military so he really hasn't been home yeah with like living here in like six years yeah i mean now he does live in the same state as us Mm -hmm. but he's still like four hours away from us so he doesn't get all the like yeah, and uh, when we talk to day him, to you day know, messes. When we talk to him, we try to keep it, you know, positive because yeah. he's not here. So mm-hmm. you know, you don't just call him, right? Drop everything on him, and then the babies. I mean, I guess you you kind of say, but not even. I feel like I still get most of like. Oh yeah, no, mom goes to you about her problems way before she goes, <laughs> and I don't even know if it's because the oldest thing or I'm just not good at advice, like. Yeah, my friends tell me that all the time. They tell me stuff, and I just like, oh, you dang. and mom are just like the like. I like talking to mom, but she's not very good at like giving tell advice. Me what to do, she, <laughs> she, she, she will kind of let you talk. Yeah, she will let you listen. But as far as like telling you what to do next, yeah, she's, she's kind of always. <laughs> I she feel just like she's looks always at you. Like, she's like, well, I don't know. What do you think you said? <laughs> it's kind of like mom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't go to my mom for advice. I go to her for a listening ear if I just want to rant because <laughs> she does not know how to give advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we had a good chat about being the yeah. oldest yeah. versus the youngest and remembering some good memories, I guess, like good or bad. I don't know how you want to take it. But uh, it's now time to move on to our new segment called... Millennial versus Gen Z. Ho, 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 ho. Cue the music. Welcome to America's favorite game show, Millennial versus Gen Z. The game show where millennials try to prove that they are the superior generation. Chase, what are you doing? I'm trying to sound like a game show host. Yeah, that's not working. Wow. Maybe we should just get right into it. Okay. Okay, guys, we're back. And, um, yeah, so we're going to play a little game. I, you guys probably heard of it. I think, who does it? For Vanity Magazine does it? or yeah, I don't remember. Okay, but so yeah, we stole those. this idea, basically, is what we're trying to say. And we're going to be playing um, Song Association. So, basically, what it means is that we have a bowl full of words. Um, and so, I'm going to read them out loud. We're going to take turns and reading the word out loud. And that person has to come up with a song that's associ- that has that word in it. So we'll see how this goes. I'm not always great with lyrics. So I don't know how this is going to go. Every time I hear someone play this game, I blank. I'm so bad at this. Okay. So how long do you want to do the timer? 10 seconds? Yeah. All right. All right. You ready? Hold on. Jesse's going to go first. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Your first word is you. You. Yeah, um, 
You, you, you. I don't want nobody else but you. That's Trey Song. It's nobody else but you. I don't want nobody else but you. <laughs> Are you going to tell me what, it, what the. Because I just wanted the name and not actually that, sing it. That, that's the name that I was like, I don't. It, it's, I'm telling you, that's why I'm telling you who it is. Trey Songs. I don't want nobody else. So you can look it up afterwards uh, if you don't okay. believe. I don't know if I should give you that one. I don't want nobody else but you. Okay. It's a real song. Okay. Your word is party. My girl likes to party all the time. Party all the time. What is that? Party all the time. That's Eddie Murphy's song that came out in like in the eighties. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, it was I, like, I don't know. Yeah, but it was like people made fun of him because they think it's like the worst. Song I was ever. thinking, so I put my head. It's a party in the U.S. I don't know. That's the one that came into my mind. Okay. <laughs> Your word is life. There's a Nicki Minaj song. I just want this moment for life. <laughs> <laughs> for life. It's it's Nicki Minaj and okay. Drake. <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> she feels like she has to defend herself. That's why she's like, it's a real artist. <laughs> they have a real album. <laughs> okay. Ready? Okay. Your word is nobody. Mm. Nobody. Who's going to love you like me? Nobody. Touchy like <laughs> Is that what he says? I hope he is, or I'm gonna nobody. feel so embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is nobody. Okay, comment below if I did that wrong, guys. <laughs> okay, here. Your word is talk. Talk. Talk to me, baby. Talk. talk. <laughs> How you walk like that? How you talk like that? How you walk like it's a TikTok song? I'm not sure. <laughs> That's a real song. Corvette, Corvette, <laughs> gently back. That's a TikTok song. I think it should count because <laughs> it sure, has to be a real sure. song somewhere. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's um, why I said. Did you put? I put you here twice. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, ready. Your word is dance. Just dance, gonna be okay. And and it just dance. Okay. Lady Gaga, original. Original? That was like her like first songs. Okay. I'm doing better than I thought I was gonna do. I try to think of words that like I think were in songs. <laughs> when. Like W H E N. When. When I see your face. <laughs> Not a Thing that I can say, girl, you're amazing. Okay, I don't know who sang that song. Bruno Mars. Oh, <laughs> I'm not good with that. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. You're not good with that, but the last few songs you're saying that was Nicki Minaj. I was Nicki Minaj. <laughs> okay, whatever. Your word is love. I know there's a lot of songs that have love and I cannot think. Um, I love you. You uh, love uh, me. Not Barney. I didn't even start the timer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got it. I was thinking. 
Love you like you do. Love the love you like you do. That's Ellie Goulding. That's Selena Goldman. No, it's not. It's from. It's Ellie Goulding from Fifty Shades of Grey movie. (laughs) Oops, I dropped it. Okay, here where it is today. Today was a good day. I ain't have to kill nobody. That's Ice Cube, I think. <laughs> but you do not know the lyrics. <laughs> Today was a good day. I ain't have to kill nobody. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> that's Tupac? No, it's it's Ice Cube, but I don't know if that's one of the lyrics to the song. I mean, today today was a good day. You know, we I would play it, but no we're not trying to get body. I have to kill <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> anyways, guys, that was <laughs> song association. I think mom should have wrote the words. I mean, those are pretty easy words, though. Yeah. You, you I can't think kinda, of good songs. Yeah, they weren't too bad, but uh, I think songs would be in. I don't know if you should have got that last one. So we didn't even really keep score. Next time we'll keep score, but I think I won. I think we both got <laughs> the same amount of points. No, because I don't know if you got that last. last Today week. was a good day. <laughs> that is a. But you know what? <laughs> but you didn't know the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Whatever. What okay. <laughs> Can we just talk about today's, this week's hot topics now? Yeah. Okay. Let's just do that. Destiny, I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. No, I I love pop culture. I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. I love pop culture. Okay, let's just do hot topics. <laughs> okay, guys, welcome to hot topics. We got I got uh, I think I got like four stories for you today actually because there were some good ones on here. That I saw, but we were just talking about this before we started recording. Uh, Nicki Minaj celebrates um, son turning three months old, and she dishes about her pregnancy and you know her labor story. Um, and she also posted a picture of him, which is a very cute. Yes, yeah. so adorable. he's a little chunky, he's chunky little thing. Yeah, so he's yeah. good. I know she does talk about him breastfeeding, so that might be why he's a little chunky monkey. But that's he's so cute, adorable. So, um, yeah, she still I don't think has told us what his name is but his uh nickname is uh i think she calls him papa bear yeah mm-hmm. um so she's been keeping her pregnancy on the low and like i said this is the first time that she's actually um shown a picture of her son besides his feet i believe when he was first born mm-hmm. um so it's very exciting for her she's been talking about wanting to be a mom for a while and now it's happening and she seems to really be um happy um she tweeted um that he used to kick me so hard every night at the same time if i didn't get up and walk with him he had a full personality in my tummy and knew how to get his way it was so intriguing to me he does the same thing now which i guess that's interesting i mean i never thought about babies having a personality before they're born yeah Yeah. um i know at the place i used to intern at um i used to intern at like this OBGYN specialty place or whatever. Um, I know the babies there a lot. Like, I wouldn't say it's a personality, but they would do like funny stuff. Like mm-hmm. when we would see them in the stomach and stuff, they would sometimes like look at you or like if you like put the thing on them, they would like try to look away. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like a personality or if it's like instincts or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, 
I guess if he acts the same way he was acting in the womb, then maybe that is proof that babies have personalities. Um, yeah, but she goes in and talks to more about um, the night she went into labor. She tweets, yes, I was butt naked, just got out the shower, and I asked him to rub my back. As soon as I start scooting over to him in the bed, I just felt the water start coming out. I was weirdly calm and quietly said, oh, my God, I'm about to be in labor. He was very scared, and I was laughing at him. Um, this article kind of throws a little bit of shade. She's like, uh, maybe he has five kids, so maybe he just forgot what child labor was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, the shade. Oh, <laughs> um, she also said she was craving the smell of bleach while she was pregnant. Hmm. You know, That's, some I've women have some weird, like I know some people like have to spit a lot when they like. That's like one of their side effects, and like I remember just watching something, and this it was probably was on TLC, and this pregnant lady was just walking around with like this can of Pringles, like empty can of Pringles, and she would just spit in it because. The hormones are just making her very spitty, I guess. And I was like, that is so disgusting. If that day ever comes, I really hope I don't get that side of That's so weird. I never heard of that. Yeah. Um, and I'm, that's not a good smell to be. Yeah. <laughs> bleach out sure. of anything. Like, um, yeah. So I hope she wasn't going around sniffing bleach because <laughs> that might be a, not very good for her. Uh, Do you think she's going to name her child like a normal name or like a well, celebrity baby name? I saw somewhere name? that she thought about naming him ninja mm. but then she said never mind Please but she don't. thinks that she might still change it so because she had some fans saying that they like the name ninja and i'm like who nobody likes the name ninja you d- you generally do not like, that. <laughs> like you just you just saying that you yeah, generally do like, not what? like that I just, ninja ninja yeah Anywho, um, she goes on to say um, that she had a natural birth with epidural. She pushed for about two and a half hours only because the epidural didn't wear off enough for her to um, feel herself pushing. And once she, she I guess that kind of wore off, she was able to feel the pain and uh, push him out, which I I guess I didn't know that was a thing either. Again, though, I'm not pregnant, never been pregnant, so I don't <laughs> know how that works. <laughs> um, she said that she did ha- she hasn't had problems with breastfeeding and that he latched at the hospital, which she was surprised about, which I've heard, like, some, you know, babies don't always latch and you have to really kind of get them to do it sometimes. So that was good for her. Um, she said um, breastfeeding has been painful, pumping too, women make this stuff look way too easy. Moms really are superheroes, which, amen, they are. I just can't yeah, even Yeah, I was thinking that, too, because I saw her um, post that. And I was thinking that, too, because, you know, some moms are like, oh, yeah, when you breastfeed, it's supposed to be soothing or whatever. But I'm just like, how? How? <laughs> like, how Maybe you just get used soothing? to it at some point. You just get used to it or something, yeah. and it becomes just like a bonding thing. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess it goes either way because I do, yeah. And then sometimes on YouTube, I see people say, like, they had to stop breastfeeding because it was literally so painful mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. I guess it just depends on the individual and how they tolerate pain or maybe the way that their milk is being mm-hmm. produced. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of reasons, but I ain't no doctor, so. Yeah. But it sounds like her um birth, the baby's birth, and it sounds like everything went pretty smoothly. Like, yeah. Because she is older, so. Yeah, she is. She's, like, in her mid-30s. Yeah, so that's good that everything Mm -hmm. went good for her. Yeah, so, yeah, she got a new little baby. Hopefully, we get to hear his name soon, but hopefully it is not Ninja. (laughs) But with these celebrities, you never know. (laughs) 
Right. Okay, so moving on to the next story. Um, there might be a secret rap romance going on between Mulatto and 21 Savage. Um, apparently, you know, she went to Puerto Rico to celebrate her 22nd birthday. So she has a bunch of Instagram pictures of her on the trip. At the same time, coincidentally, 21 Savage is also posting pictures, but he's saying he's in Miami. But it don't take the internet long to put two and two together. (laughs) Some of his pictures look very similar to some of her pictures. So people are thinking they're there together. What do you think about this potential couple? (laughs) Okay, first, the internet is so crazy how, like, it could literally be, like, a a counter, and they'd be like, oh, that's the same counter that was in. Like, how? How do (laughs) you People have too much time on their hands. But, um, I don't know. How old is 21 Savage? I mean, I think he's young, but he's older than her. Because he used to date Amber Rose. Yeah, and I know he was way younger than her because she was, like, in her mid-30s, and I feel like he was in his earlier 20s, like, mid-20s. It's just in my head, like, I love Miss Mulatto's music and stuff, and I know she is older, but in my head, she will always be the Miss Mulatto from the rap game, like, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. So, like, it it just feels weird, like... And then I feel like 21 Savage is so much older than her, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think that's a very unexpected couple that people would not see coming. Well, whoever is her little boo thing has been dropping some money on her because she got this... Real, real nice watch. Um, and she captioned it, letting you reminding you that she is 22 and no longer in the rap game. She said, Santa want that sucked, sucked. Oh, <laughs> I know. She's so explicit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking, cause I don't know if her dad is still like her manager. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh I mean, my most of the pictures she posted were her in a bathing suit and, you know, showing off her assets, you know, go girl. But yeah, I mean, she's, she's very, like, even her music yeah. is explicit. It's I don't know if I pictured that when she was younger that she was going that direction. Yeah, me but. I mean, sex sells, so she's doing what she do to make money, I guess. And Yeah. I like her songs. I like her music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, about that couple, I just feel like it's a very random couple. I don't think that's something people really see coming. Yeah. But I, I, not, I don't really think 21 Savage is not No. <laughs> and I don't like how he raps. I feel like he, um, I don't know, he, he seems like he raps too slow or something. Like he's <laughs> real simple. Like, I just feel like he's... I don't know. I don't like how he raps. I don't, yeah, I'm not a not who big, I'd expect her to be when if they are together. I'm not honestly. a big fan of his music, but I don't know. Maybe personality. I feel like he is really funny. Like just from a couple of Instagram clips, like he does those things where he'll be in his car just like singing mm-hmm. to like slow sap songs and stuff. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. I don't know who I picture her with. But I just it's not. not I, I just kind of do picture her being with somebody who's a little bit more of a pretty boy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. A pretty boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next story we have. Um, P Valley star Tyler Lepley says he's not gay, and neither is Tyler Perry. So y'all stop saying that about him, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> this man is. I mean, nothing wrong with being gay, but this man is fine, and he wants y'all to know that he is. Dates women, so stop saying that. What does he, he look like? I don't watch Pete Valley. Um, he's an I don't. That's not a great picture of him, but he was the bodyguard on P Valley, I believe. Okay. Um, is there a rumor that him and Tyler Perry are like yes. together? Is so okay. he got on um a podcast with um 
Angela Yee's um, lip service podcast to kind of like dispel the rumors. Um, because I guess he, so his first role was that he was on the Tyler Perry's, um, show. I think that have and have nots. Okay. Yes. He was on the have and have nots. And, um, and I guess I don't know what his character was like there. I don't know if he was like a gay character on there for some reason, but, um, cause I never watched that show, but he was on that show and, um, he said in a quote, he said, I remember when I first started out, I was seeing that here and there that he was gay. For whatever reason, people were associated with my first show. So maybe he did play a gay character on the first show. I'm not sure. But uh, he also quote, he said, I came out on Tyler Perry's show. And for whatever reason, he gets a rap like that. And I know Tyler Perry personally, and he's not gay. I have seen him around and all of a sudden he's rubbing off on me and people felt like I was gay or something. Which, can we normalize not assuming people's sexuality? Yeah. Like, it's none of your business either way, as long as that person is happy and living their life. Why are you assuming things? Again, nothing wrong with being gay, but, like, have to come out and defend yourself about not being gay is, like... It's like, why do you have to do that? Yeah, why do you have to do that? Yeah. And I can see, like, if he does play a gay character, because I feel like mainly people... Well, I won't say mainly, but I feel like not even though, like that's been like one of the big topics is that, that, you know, um, LGBTQT people will want More to be casted in those roles, but yeah. they're always casting straight people. So like, yeah, maybe it is because I feel like for a man it is a lot, you know, how men are about mm. their sexual. Mm. Like, I feel like people who are not gay are very like, mm. I'm not gay. Don't say I'm gay. You're right. So maybe it is kind of like different to see men play these roles and they're not gay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like it doesn't really matter your sexuality. And I don't know. I feel like I've never seen that Tyler Perry was gay anywhere. Yeah. I, like I mean, I'm- there's been rumors that people think he, and I, it probably has something to do with Medea that he dresses up like a woman. And so people want to associate that with his sexuality, which he's playing a character. Like yeah. he's not the first man to dress up as a woman for comedy. He won't be the last. Um, and then on the interview, he goes on more. He thinks that, you know, starring in P Valley did help. Um, he said, I had done something while I was on the set of P Valley. Maybe I was with Clifford, or I think I was taking a picture with Alfonso, who plays Little Murder. And people started off with the gay thing again. I think if you have a, a space that people can't figure out, they can create a judgment, which is true. Like people just assume things. So if you don't, have you never seen the show? Um, Clifford, he is the, owner of p valley and he is a gay man who um dresses like a woman I, they never really say if he identifies as a woman if he's trans but he he is he dresses more feminine yeah he dresses more feminine and so and uh there's a rapper on there little murder who was on the dl with his character okay and so him his character tyler's character was not gay he was just the bodyguard but you know he took pictures and was posted online and so now people think Oh, because he was taking pictures with these two guys, he might be gay. But the guy who plays Little Murder is also not gay. So it's like... <laughs> yeah, I think maybe people are having a hard time... Def- I don't know how to say the word. But it's pointing the difference yeah. between the character and the real right. person. They want to, you know, combine them into yeah. one person. But again... It's, it's a not, character. Yeah, it's a character. And it's also nobody's business. And like he says, I think once you put yourself out there in the world, you're putting yourself out there to be judged and... 
And some people are small minded thinking that if you associate yourself with other gay people or gay mm-hmm. people that maybe you might be gay too. And that's, it's just not fair. Yeah. It happens all the time to mm-hmm. celebrities, especially I feel like it happens a lot more to males than females. Yeah. I mean, it happened to Sean Mendez. People were trying to say he was gay for like the longest. And like he came out recently, you know, talking about it and just trying to explain like, He's not, but it makes him feel uncomfortable because he doesn't want to come off saying, like, making it look like he's offended or that he's, that being gay is bad. But at the same time, he wants to tell people that he's not gay. (laughs) And so it's like, (laughs) yeah, it happened with, um, Odell Beckham Jr. People think he's gay. They still think he's gay, even though he has a girlfriend. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. People are just, like you said, so quick to judge and just normalize leaving people's sexuality alone. <laughs> That's all I can say. Really, like, <laughs> it ain't none of your business. Okay, last story. I've been saving this one because this one is just, uh, you know, we started 2020 with, you know, racial injustice. Why not end it with racial injustice? Um, so if you haven't heard, uh, the NYPD is looking for what they're calling the Soho Karen after she tackled the son of a jazz jazz musician falsely accusing a 14-year-old of stealing her phone. So what happened was jazz musician Kayon Harold Sr., and if I pronounce his name wrong, I apologize. Him and his son were staying at um, a hotel in New York, and they were coming down from an elevator, and this woman just accuses the 14-year-old of taking her phone. And he's walking away, and there's um, surveillance footage of it. He's walking away from her when she grabs him and proceeds to tackle him to the ground. And so his dad and another employee, you know, they break it up. And she's yelling at him, telling him that he has her phone. And the guy's like, he doesn't have your phone. She's demanding that he shows her the phone to to take off the the case. And the the dad's like, do you think that he's, you're the only one in the world that has an iPhone if he takes off the case? Like, that's not going to prove anything. She's like, well, let me see. Like, basically berating this family, trying to prove that he stole her phone. Well, the father, of course, is upset and like the the hotel employees are trying to get him to show the phone instead of believing him that his son did not take her phone. They're trying to interrogate him and she's being belligerent in the back and she follows him, you know, as he's trying to leave and all this other stuff. And um, eventually, like right after the incident happened, I guess the Uber that she was in pulls up and returns her phone back to her because she left the phone in the Uber. So she I have a lot of questions. She attacked this 14-year-old boy for no reason. And y'all know New York has started to was trying to make a law that you can't call the police on a random black person for no reason. Mm-hmm. So like they're trying to make an example of this woman. They're trying to look for her. They found her. They know who she is. She actually lives in California, so she wasn't even a New York resident. I think her name was um Mia I forget what it was, but or my or something like that. And she, they found her, but she is um, facing uh, criminal charges, potentially charges that include assault, grand larceny, or attempted robbery, according to NYPD. Um, apparently, they were looking for her. They found her, and uh, I don't know if they've officially made the charges, but she's, you know, those are the charges she could, she could potentially receive but i was doing some more research on her and this girl has been arrested twice before already once it was for um it was like a dui charge and then another was like an assault to like a 
peace officer or something like that. And so she's apparently just a wild card anyway. But I just want to know, like, okay, out of all people, mm. why this random boy did you decide? Because he was black. Oh, yeah, yeah. He stole my phone. <laughs> and then go so hard about it to the point where you tackle him to the ground. You have mm-hmm. no evidence, no proof, nothing to back your mm-hmm. statement up. But you feel that it's okay to tackle him to the ground. And then I also feel like if that boy had retaliated on her and hit her back or something, right. he would be in much more trouble than she probably would have been for tackling him to the ground in the first right. place. And her, the, his dad said that like if this had happened to him, it would have been a different situation. But he was trying to keep it together in front of his son and stuff like that. But let me see if I can play the video here real quick. So this is the video that he posted. Uh, Keon Harold posted on his Instagram after she tackles him. Are you kidding me? You feel like there's only one one iPhone made in the world? No, okay, then show me the show no, me all my you get, get a life over yeah, there. No, What's on your background? You better go use find find my iPhone. Go yeah, do that. Find my iPhone is on. Okay, on that right no, no, you can't. No. I'm yeah, the manager yeah, of the hotel. Yeah, I don't care. He will this is right my now. son. Hey, Did you see me just come downstairs out of the fucking elevator? I'm trying to help. Man. No, but you're not helping. I what am. you've been is disrespectful. No, I'm trying to settle this no. situation. I'm I'm my son to... has nothing to do with her. No. I'm trying to yeah, we're about to have my phone. Then show me the proof. No, he's not leaving. Show me the proof. Hey, are you show me the proof. You better Kenny. get on. I need you away. Let's go, Kenny. I'm sorry. Better get on. So at this point, he's walking away from her. You see two black people? No, I'm not letting him walk away with my phone. No, please get my phone back. I can't. I cannot. Don't have my phone. Get your ass up. Yeah. So I just feel like I one. I bet they. Her and the hotel employees looked real stupid <laughs> when that Uber pulled up and was like, "Oh, ma'am, you left your right." Phone in I the wish car. I was a fly on the wall when the, that Uber driver pulls up. I bet they were looking at her like, "Are you?" Because <laughs> now, yeah, because I think even the hotels like they're. I don't think that they're getting criminal charges, but like the they're the family's making complaint towards the hotel. And yeah. so, like, it caused this whole thing mm-hmm. over an iPhone, girl. If you lost your yeah, iPhone, just get you a new one. It's a phone, first yes. of all. It can be replaced. Second, I mean, I'm trying to, because the hotel, I mean, my whole thing about it is he just walked off the elevator. Mm-hmm. Why out of everybody right. would he be the one to steal your know. phone? But, I mean, also, what, like, what is the hotel supposed to do if someone comes to you saying, hey, I think this mm-hmm. person stole my phone? Do you just let the person walk away and just be like, well, man, we can't help you? Like, is it their business to get involved in the situation? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they could have pulled uh, surveillance footage. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. First, like, why, instead why of just going off of her word? Yeah, instead of just um, going straight in on the, the guy or whatever. Um, so apparently the girl did a 20-minute interview with CNN and she explains that she um, had an incident unfolded after she first demanded to see the hotel surveillance video to try to pinpoint who may have taken her phone. She says she asked someone else in the hotel lobby to empty their pockets before ultimately confronting Keon Harold Jr., who just who she maintained had her phone in his pocket. When everything got a little bit more serious, the woman then that's when everything got a little more serious. The woman said. 
referring to an erection. Throughout the phone call on during the interview, the woman's account of the incident was rambling at times. She provided initial information of events preceding and unrelated to the incident that CNN has been able to, unable to confirm. Um, when asked uh, whether she's concerned about possibly facing charges in the overall how she is portrayed in the video, she said, of course, she's worried. That's not who I am. I actually try very hard to make sure that I am always doing the right thing. Girl. The woman told CNN that she is willing to cooperate with ongoing investigation, but she hasn't received a call from the NYPD yet, nor has she. Uh, she reached out herself. She's also said she's willing to talk to the Heralds. So she's trying to do the right thing after she already got arrested twice for right. That's what I was getting ready to say. That are, are that are your fault. Like <laughs> it's not like oh you know maybe that wasn't her fault. You were drinking and driving and you, you assaulted somebody else. Yeah. So but she's always trying to do the, the right, right thing. thing. And on top of that, it's a phone. Like <laughs> my whole thing is, what if he he could have been much violenter? Like he could have like really hurt her. Or why did you assume him? that someone stole it to begin yeah, with? Yeah, why wasn't your first like, oh, maybe I lost my phone? <laughs> yeah, you're all met already trying to place blame on somebody else. And then the fact she you. said she already asked someone to empty their pocket. And my first thing of all, is, who, are you the police? You are not allowed to come up to yeah, people and tell them I'm to saying. empty their pockets. I like, who like are you? If it was really that big of a deal, <laughs> she could went to the police department, <laughs> filed a complaint, filed whatever she yeah. had to file, and just get a new phone. Right. It's, it's a phone. It can be replaced. And you, now I, you're possibly facing charges. Yeah. like And so, you left your phone in the Uber. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The, the first thing I think I would... If my phone was missing, the first thing I would think is that I lost, lost it. My phone. Yeah, and like, then I would think, oh, it's probably gone. Somebody probably found it and stole it or whatever. Yeah. But like, I would not just assume that somebody in the and hotel stole I my phone. Know, like, <laughs> if she had just got out of an Uber, why would the person coming off the elevator have your like? It just none of it. That's makes why I don't. Sense I don't get it either. So she said she lost the phone. Asked somebody else to unempty their pocket and so she was she just looked around the room and saw this kid get off the elevator it's like you <laughs> somehow in her mind he, she put two and two together that this little boy took her phone and i and, and the only possible reason is, is because she saw that he was a black, black kid that he stole her phone like yeah and then you tackle him to the ground who does that first like, of all if what I, kind if, of privilege do you have where you think it's okay someone to the ground <laughs> you can just put your hands on somebody and it not they oh, not retaliate like, yeah and then my whole thing is if if she honestly truly felt okay he stole my phone why didn't she just walk up to him did he take my phone he says no and she let him walk away mm. why did you feel like you, you had needed to, to be the one yeah. to t- tackle him to the ground anyways like that just it doesn't make sense to me. Now you're in a bad position yeah. because stupid. you lost your phone. <laughs> She's just stupid. People need to learn how to mind their business. Like really do. Like there's certain things. Yeah, if you see a an, if you see an actual crime in process, like you literally see someone mugging somebody, even then, don't you interfere? You called the police, right? That's oh. my whole thing. Like, <laughs> are, I, you, are you bear witness to the event or whatever? Record it, whatever. Do what you need to do as far as that, so that they can get a picture but of the you person. Never don't interact <laughs> because you don't know what yes. could happen. <laughs> like, like, what if that boy would have shot her or stabbed her mm-hmm. or something? Like, you don't know. And and technically, it would be self defense, so mm-hmm. she probably wouldn't even get that much trouble for. Well, her. she's claiming she was assaulted too, and when uh, CNN asked her if she had any proof, um, she couldn't um, come back with any. So. <laughs> 
And I don't know how she's going to because there's like multiple angles of her tackling this boy in this hotel because it's a hotel. There's cameras. there's cameras everywhere except for in your room, you know. So yeah. so <laughs> yeah, she whatever happens, she deserves it and yeah that was stupid that was so stupid yeah so i feel sorry for the family that had to go through that obviously they hired um ben crump who is a a a civil rights attorney to represent them and you know they're asking they're thanking everyone for their support and hopefully you know she gets they get the justice they deserve and karen's around the world maybe in 2021 you will finally you would learn to chill out you would think after all of if the I was a woman that was so high strung and saw all like the the aftermath of all these other women getting like this, I would. I would probably have to do a self reflection of myself. Like, like, do I want to be that woman? That? Yeah, because there's so many videos of people just being Karens. Like the other day, I saw a TikTok of this lady walking into a restaurant and the uh, host is telling her, hey, you you know, you have to put your mask on when you're walking around the restaurant. Mm. Of course, when you sit at the table, you know, you can take your mask off. The lady had her mask in her hand. Her husband had his mask on and she was like, no, I don't want to put my mask on. I'm just walking to the back. I don't want to mess up my lipstick. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she said while holding the mask. So it wasn't like she didn't no, she had to have a mask because mm-hmm. she was holding the mask. And the little girl was like, well, I can go get my manager, but you can't walk around mm-hmm. our restaurant with no mask on. And the manager shines out. She has to put the mask on. And the uh, hostess quits right there on the spot. She mm-hmm. said, I'm tired of this. I'm not dealing with this. And she quit. And after she stormed out the restaurant, then the lady was like, okay, I'll put my mask on if it's that big of a deal. After this girl just lost yeah. her job. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like... Why, it's, why do you have to be that way? Yeah, why can't you just know. do what you need to do? Like, why? I don't know. People are just... I'm so, they want to... I don't know. They just think that... I feel like a part of them thinks that they feel like they're better than other people. And therefore, they have the right to do whatever they want. And how dare somebody tell me what to do. Tell me what to do and how to live my life. Even if it's, you know, to protect other people around me. Like, how dare you... Even to protect myself, like, it's just, it's so stupid to me, this whole, especially the mask thing is so stupid, like, where where there's places that obviously have signs that say, you have to wear a mask in our Mm -hmm. place, and they want to argue about it, like, or they'll say stuff like, oh, it's a health condition, well, honey, if you have a health condition, you can't put your mask on, (laughs) you're one of the people that don't need to be going out (laughs) into stores right Right, now, shopping, Yeah, I mean, I know masks are not comfortable. They can get hot. The other day, I was in the store and I was, I had to take my jacket off. I had to roll my <laughs> pants up. Like, like I was getting, like, my face was hot. Like, I get it. But, right. Nobody you, wants to wear the mask. Yeah, but it's the right thing to do. It's also the, it brings less headache to everybody involved. Like, you don't have to sit there and waste your energy arguing with you, these people. You don't have, they don't have to argue with you. And it just makes life so much easier yeah, if you just, some people get banned from these stores, like right. so. Now what you can't even do? go to Walmart. Yeah, we can't go to Walmart. This is over. Now you, can, now you can't go to Walmart with your Elmo's, uh, right? Like pajama bottoms on. Not going to Walmart wearing a mask for two seconds. Yeah. Was it worth it? I mean, and they have masks that have like filters and all this stuff that make it a little bit easier to breathe if you are having a hard time really like breathing and stuff. So just find one that fits that your you. Like yeah, it's really not that your hard, but. Yeah, I don't know. their own, I guess. Everybody, 
I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I well, you know, know, it's 2021, so everything has magically gone away from 2020, yeah, right? So. <laughs> no math, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. You know, everything is better. Even though they actually found a, it was like California, I saw that there's a new yes. strand of Corona of now. Of course there is. Which, of course, you yeah. know, we, yeah. So, but apparently the vaccine is supposed to fight against tattoos. So okay. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. But, hey, I'll, at this point, the only thing I'm like really looking forward to is uh, January 5th. Because if you're in Georgia, you know why. Yes. <laughs> you, oh, you, gosh. I can't wait. You're tired of all the text messages, the phone commercials, calls, commercials, the phone calls, the knock on the doors. Because the people standing out in the street. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, we have a Senate runoff election that's happening on January yes, 5th. But and, if, anyways, make sure you vote. If you haven't yes. voted, you have till January 5th to vote. Yes. And two, I can't wait for January 20th so that we can see... Uh, Agent Orange finally get yes, dragged please. out the White House. <laughs> I want them to drag that man out the White. I want um, him to put up a fight so I can see him embarrass himself. I think it's going to be the his this inauguration is going to be uh, must see TV this year. I, I really believe so because I don't think that Trump is going to do any of the traditions. Oh, I don't think he's going to show up honestly. And yeah, because I heard that he was planning on. Uh, having some type of rally the day of the inauguration so um, so we'll see. that's our president guys but only for a couple more what days. 20 19 days 18 18 days so i'm i'm ready to i know he's got he's gonna do something that's gonna embarrass himself he's going to he's gonna go out with the bang well i'm i will be tuning in and uh biden if you're listening Forgive them student loans, honey. Okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's our show, guys. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, remember, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, give, give us five, five stars, stars. Leave us some comments. Also, follow, follow us, us on Instagram. Two gins, one pod, uh, one word. Yep. Uh, comment. And uh, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, any uh things you want us to talk about or a game that you want us to play, let us know. Um We'll be happy to do it, you know? Yeah. So so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.